From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey Lovato. And I hope you're ready for some, what, sarcasm, irony? (laughs) 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 Yeah, we are talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm, in case you could not decipher our little acapella uh, rendition. I'd also like to talk about, uh, uh, not friends, Seinfeld a little bit. (laughs) We're not talking about friends. Um, We don't want to talk about friends? No, we're not talking about friends. Do you not like friends? Save it for another episode. All right. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of friends. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. So yeah, we'll talk about Curb Your Enthusiasm because I have just finished finally getting around to the final episode or the most recent, um, not episode, the most recent season. So have you watched all of Curb Your yes. Enthusiasm? Yes. Now I have officially seen all of them. So Love Curb Your Enthusiasm. What, what season was this? Like season nine? Nine, I think. So the, yeah. you know, it's, it started in 2000. Yes. So no. It's, it's been around for almost When I got to years. college, it's like when I started college, it started. Yeah. And me, and my roommate like I think he found it first and he's like hey did you, have you seen the show and like we started watching and just we loved it man Curb Enthusiasm is one of those shows that I talk about and a lot of people a lot of people have not seen it a lot of people have but it, it, I think it's kind of um, it flies under the radar sometimes I, I think because it's on HBO not only so it's a really good point not only does it fly under the radar but it's also like you either love Curb Your Enthusiasm or, yeah. or you can't watch it yeah don't you think because I've seen people that like, I, I, it just makes me anxious. Like it, it well, makes it, people it, it, anxious. It's cringe humor. It is cringe humor. Yes. Um, which I think. Like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, like, we'll just get right into it here, I guess. But sure. like, my biggest problem with Curb is that I can't really watch it that quickly because like, I, it's so hard to watch. They're like mm. more than like two or three episodes, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. I'm just uh, so uncomfortable. It's. So, okay, for those of you that have not seen it, basically it follows Larry David. The uh, creator of Seinfeld. The creator of Seinfeld, yes. Um, and Se- it, it, Seinfeld's in the show a lot. Like, it, actually, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld's in the show. Other Seinfeld actors are in there and stuff. And it's it, it sort of, the show is supposed to be based around his real life. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, real life. Um, and, but but the comedy comes when... He always gets himself into some situation. Some ridiculous like, situation. Like he'll say something and he's not quite, he's making a commentary on certain social conventions or whatever, or like mm-hmm. things you're supposed to do. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, what's the point of that? You're, I don't, I don't Larry, understand. You know, Larry David impression. It's, it's, a, it's a mild Larry David well, impression. Well, I think that the best part is your face completely contorts into like what you think Larry David's face looks like. <laughs> what do you mean? We'll, we'll, we'll try. Yeah, we'll, we'll post a picture. Post on Instagram. on Instagram my Larry David thing. But it's always like, what's going on there? What's that thing? You know? Or he'll or he'll say something. He's like, ah, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna. Why send a card? You know? It's yeah. like, or like, why? You know, what, what's with this kissing on the cheek? I don't understand. <laughs> don't, you know, yeah, like, don't do it. Let's just not do it. Not and, then, and then someone will get offended by it. So that's kind of the thing. Is like someone is always offended by what Larry is doing. <laughs> yes. And then <laughs> it snowballs out of control to an absurd amount. So something happens at the beginning of the episode that's very small and inconsequential. Yes. And then by the end of the episode, he has accidentally killed his friend's son it, via yeah. prostitute or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it Like, it always comes back in the end, which is, it's so, there is a formula to the show, but like... Which I think is my other problem with the show, actually. Okay. Is that it gets samey. Like, I get the joke. Like, I, another reason I can't watch it, like, a lot in a row is because it's like, I get the joke. I know where this is going. I, I, I just, you know... To your, to I, I your don't point, need to watch this joke happen again. 100% agree. And I think that one of the things that happens is, especially if you're like binging Curb Your yes, Enthusiasm. Yeah. It's not a bingeable it, show. It, right. Well, you can, but but I think it's more effective if you give it space. Sure. You know, you give it time between episodes because then you get to know the comedy 
you you understand the form, but then just like what happens is like I just still really really enjoy it. Yeah. Another thing for people that haven't seen it is so George Costanza, if you have watched Seinfeld, is yes. based off of Larry David. Like they're very similar people, and Larry David is playing himself in real life in his show. Like it's just, he's just playing his life. Like Larry David, the creator of Seinfeld, is just playing like literally himself with like a fake wife and and stuff so yeah yeah so, yeah and there are other certain characters who are amazing oh, uh we gosh. have to say so he has his uh his agent is jeff, Je- jeff garland so jeff um <clears throat> and his wife Susie. and i forget the woman who plays Susie. i forget Susie her name is so funny but Susie, <laughs> she plays like the most angry Susie. like this this is like this jewish woman who's always just yelling yelling every- like yelling like just you know, vulgarities left and right, like you fat, you know, yeah. you stupid, like what does this mean? A lot, what of, you, a lot of beeps. You know, how dare you? Yeah, um, that sort of thing. And then, um, at least in the earlier seasons, uh, Larry's wife Cheryl, mm-hmm. as well, is there. Um, and then there are just oh, oh and then <laughs> yeah, and then we, okay, you have you also have to understand the show is incredibly offensive. Yes, um, like South Park and level it, of, of offensive. It, it plays with like. Social norms. Social norms, but also very serious, like sure. like either mental illness, disease, diseases, yeah. um, so international conflicts. When, I mean, <laughs> like the when, it, when Hurricane Katrina happened, the whole season oh they yeah they yes. adopted a family from New Orleans like to live with them while Hurricane Katrina, and then like one of them just stays with him, and he's still in the show today. Leon, Leon is such a played good by JB Smoove. Oh my gosh, he, Leon is so. So good. He's, he's so such. He's so hilarious. <laughs> it's like oh just thinking gosh. of Leon. Yeah, is is great. So, <laughs> I think I think what makes Curb effective though, um, as like a comedy and like because it it, it definitely teeters a line of just being like we're just gonna make fun of this and it's just gonna be kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. But like the way that they can get away with it is because. Larry is such a jerk. <laughs> yes. And like you want to see him just get like ripped into because he's just being a jerk. So this this sort of leads in a little bit to it's one. It does a great job of character building. Yes, exactly. And once you know those characters, like when they just show up, his friend um, Funkhauser, Marty Funk- Marty Funkhauser, Funkhauser. was played by, I forget, is it Dave Osborne or something? Yeah. I forget his name. Hey, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty good. That's not bad, actually. He's like, he sounds like he's been smoking a lot. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting this is ben too enjoyable. This is just gonna because be like Ben laughing at all I, the jokes from Curb. Man, I because I literally just finished this last season, and I'll just give you one example of something you know to the point about what Larry does. So he goes, "Oh well, if you want to get out of that, all you have to do is you have to use the accidental text on purpose." <laughs> so the idea this is that like really funny. so the so the idea is that his is like Jeff. Jeff can't go to this. Um, uh, baseball game or football game with Larry as uh, the football game. He can't go to the football game because he has to take his wife, uh, uh, Susie to the airport. He's like, no, you're giving, you're taking me to the airport. What do you mean? You can't go. You can't do this. You know, you can't go to the game. You know, you're going to take me to the airport. What are you, what are you thinking? You know? And Jeff's like, oh, you know, I can't, I, I gotta, you know, I, I can't do this. And he goes, Hey, you know what you, you know, Larry jumps in. He's like, you know what you can use? The accidental text on purpose, you know? So what it is, is like you text someone you know, who you actually, he's going to text his wife, but he's going to pretend like he meant to text someone else. Like, I feel really bad. I can't go to the thing. I'm, I'm but I love my wife so much and I got to, I got to take her to the airport. And so that text goes to Susie as like an accident, right? Yeah, Susie is supposed to see the text and then think, 
oh, I'm so sorry. You know, if you really want to go, you know, go go to the game and it's going to everything will be fine. But not Susie, of course, because she recognizes the accidental text on purpose. Also, like this this goes through the episode, and at the end, Larry gets an accidental text on purpose to send to him. Yes, and he's like, "I've been accidentally texted on purpose." Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh! Uh, So, do you have do you have like favorite episodes or the things that like are the ones that stand out to you? I mean, honestly, like I've I've only recently watched like the the newest season. I haven't finished it actually. but it's been a long time since I I did watch all of it when I was like in high school. Yeah. And but I have like sophomore year, so it's been like five or six years. Um, but <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry, I just thought of another one. Like this is gonna happen all episodes. Yes, but I think like one of my favorite recent episodes is he's driving his he's borrowing his friend's Tesla just to try it out, <laughs> and he's behind a cop, and the cop the gr- light turns green, and the cop's not moving. And then Larry just gives him a little, like a, like like a, a little honk, little and, honk. And the cop just like gets out of the car and like comes up to his window and is like, what are you doing honking at me? Yeah. He's like, it was a, it was a courtesy beep. It was a courtesy, yeah, the courtesy, the beep. courtesy beep. And then this leads to like, this like spirals out of control. Larry ends up like, like, does he get assaulted by or assaulting a cop? And then like, there's like all this stuff happens. Like he breaks someone's window because there's a pizza on a roof at some point. <laughs> um, but, but. He ends up in court, and then he starts giving like this ridiculously overdramatic testimony about the beep. <laughs> oh, the beep! Yes, he's like, it's just a beep. Yeah. What kind of society can man live in if he can't give a simple beep <laughs> to an authority figure? It's like it just like goes off the rails, and so, I think that that's again, it 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 shows the show just the way it can take something so innocuous and small and just like break it down into its fundamental like. Here are the problems with this in my eyes, and then just make a mess of it. So that actually is a recurring kind of like joke that's made. So he'll make these like really impassioned defenses of seemingly minor things. So actually in this last season. Also respect the wood. He ends up, (laughs) yes, he ends up going on to Judge Judy. Actually, to to make this defense is like, what sort of, you know, he gives this also, I forget exactly what the the subject was, but he gives this very impassioned defense of something exactly like that. Um, And the other thing, of course, is we should, let's just talk about the recurring jokes a little bit is remember the, the eyeball thing where he just like looks at somebody's like, oh yeah, he's trying to like see if they're actually telling the truth, but he just sort of looks, leans in and like looks at a guy and stuff. Um, He's also... Uh, how you doing? I'm pretty, 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 pretty good. good. If there's any tagline, I think that's like the tagline joke. And also there's always the, like, respect the wood. Like someone will put yeah. like a cup down without a cup holder and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You use a cup holder. Respect, respect the wood. The wood. <laughs> uh, I think like that's the thing is like, I know people that haven't watched the show that know pretty, pretty good or respect the wood or yep. the eyeball thing or, or where there's all these like weird like little things in Curb Your Enthusiasm that show up in the rest of society, even for people that haven't watched it. And it, what is so interesting about that to me is that it's not a super, super popular show. <laughs> but it is it is watched. Obviously, it has a big audience. But like, it's just as popular as any other show. And for some reason, I feel like it pokes through a little bit more than other shows. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think so. Like, well, some of the episodes that really stand out to me, I mean, I'll go for an early one, which is like... Um, it has everything to do with like uh, Larry goes to a dinner party and just kind of out of nowhere drops the C bomb, drops the C oh, word. Oh, no, yeah. And everybody's like gets really uncomfortable and he's like, what's the big deal? You know, it's just a word. It's a word, you know, and he gives this big commentary on the, on the C word. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one, which is really funny. 
another one. A lot of dinner parties in that show, actually. Of course, because yeah, there's like this, all... like he got tap water at a dinner party instead of like filtered water, and he was really upset about it. That then... was the most recent. That was this last season, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like the tap water was like undrinkable. And then he was like, "Yeah, you, then you drink it." And then like they can't drink it because it's terrible. Exactly. Um, what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, another one that like really is is great is the uh, the Palestinian chicken one. So. What happens is like this plays, of course, which is another recurring thing. He plays on the sort of like Israel v. Palestine conflict, yeah. right? But what happens in he's this a, one? He's a Jewish. He's man. yes, and most of his friends will say Jewish. are all Jewish. Um, but in this one, he finds—I forget who it was that takes him there. But there's this Palestinian restaurant that cooks the best chicken, right? Okay, and then. So they love going to this Palestinian joint, but they, they're like not telling their friends. You know what I mean? They're not telling their friends mm-hmm. because it's it's viewed as sort of crossing lines and blah, blah, blah. And then literally the season, the, the episode ends with like this like uh, it's like a boycott, divest, you know, sanction protest aside from like, you know, uh, other uh, protesters. So there's like Palestinian protesters on one side. Um, Jewish pre- protesters on the other and like Jeff and Larry kind of get called out and they're like, come to our side, come to our side. And like, he's looking at both sides, like, which way do we go? Do we go for the chicken or do we go for, you know, the religion? So it's really, really funny. The, the show, yeah, like I said, and I think that's what the show does so well is it can comment on serious uh, controversial issues and just m- totally make light of it. Yep. And I'm going to give you one more. I'm just going to do top, <laughs> this is like top three, but this one just got me because it was the end, but uh, Larry has, I believe, a secretary who wears like a, a short crop, short the shirt, the crop top. Oh, this is and a good so one. The, the I think the episode's called the midrift. And, the midrift, yeah. Yeah, the midrift. And you know, his commentary is basically that like, you know, what what are you doing here? What's what's this the is a professional environment? This is a professional. What are you doing with the crop top? You know, and furthermore, and he makes this comment of like, furthermore. Do you think you really have the body type that you should <laughs> that think you should be wearing like, the, oh, no. the And it, you know that's the kind of cringeworthy stuff. Like you just you know you don't say those kind of but things. Larry right? But Larry says. But Larry says those kind of things. And so what ends up <laughs> what ends up happening in that one is um, so she gets really upset, of course, with the comment. And then there's this the final scene. Not to spoil it, I, I'm going to spoil it basically, but. They're on a roof, and I forget why they're on a roof, but he's about to fall off the roof. (laughs) He reaches up and grabs onto the first thing he can, and it's the woman's bare midriff. And like that, he's like holding on for dear life just to her belly. (laughs) It's like it saves him from falling to his death. Oh, man. Just shocking and, and funny. What I think is so interesting, too, is looking at Seinfeld. Yes, let's and then talk, yeah. looking at Curb Your Enthusiasm and how just so different they are. Seinfeld is like such much more like you know it's relaxed, it's chill. It's I mean there are definitely the the structure of comedy I find is similar, but it's just so much more palatable. All yeah, of the time. well, and the thing with with Seinfeld, which actually made Seinfeld really good, is that they provided like. It was the same kind of like social commentary on like seemingly meaningless things, you mm. know, but those things that maybe we don't ever think about, but like Seinfeld did, did a really good job of drawing attention to those and saying like, yeah, what's the, what's the deal, you know, with all those. I mean, quite literally, Jerry's line is always like, what is the deal? Yeah. What's the deal with this? What's, what's the, the, what's the deal with the airplane peanuts? That's like I the big one. Or yeah. I, actually, I saw Jerry Seinfeld live. Nice. Yeah. Uh, in San Francisco. He was fine. He was not that great. 
Yeah. It just, you know, wasn't for me. He was talking about like having kids and I'm like, yeah, man, I can relate to this. Having children. Yeah, all right. But he did, and he didn't do any of his classic Jerry Seinfeld like isms, except for he did do one Mm. during the show. He just goes, what's the deal with grape nuts? They're not grapes, they're not nuts. (laughs) And I was like, this is great. This this is what I came here for. This is what I paid money to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is funny because that also was on... That was a Mike Myers joke. No, me. Uh, Linda, Coffee Talk with Linda is a Saturday Night Live uh, huh. skit. Interesting. Grape nuts, neither grapes nor nuts. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> that was the whole thing. She would get a little verklempt. That was the thing to... Uh... I just, I, th- I think that like, yeah, I think comparing Seinfeld and Curb is a very interesting endeavor because they're just like, while they have the same structure where like, Se- you know, Seinfeld or, or you know, Jerry or, or, or Elaine or Kramer or someone does something weird or tr- usually George. Yeah. Um, they do something weird at the beginning and it's a little innocuous and something small and it always just leads to this really big overblown thing. You know, soft talker, if you've seen Seinfeld, like, yeah, this- or puffy sleeves, um, <laughs> you know, man hands. There's like his girlfriend who's like always naked, and at first he's like, "This is great," and then he's like, "There's just certain things you don't want to see someone do naked." What's the one? So here's the other thing. Which one do you? Which one would you say you like better? Do you like Seinfeld better, I, I or do genu- you like Curb? Okay, like if I had to just like sit down and like if if something was on in the background, mm-hmm. I think I would actually prefer Curb, which I think is probably on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Difficult, th- difficult yeah, for I, background. I, though. I know, I know. But I think like if I'm going to like think of like what is the more important show it's definitely Seinfeld and I think what has and and not even for society but what is like more important for me Mm -hmm. and what has had a bigger impact on my life Seinfeld yeah um, I think Seinfeld's great. A lot of people hate Seinfeld. Like, I, I think it's a very divisive show. I don't. I don't hate Seinfeld, but but I I never I, I just yeah, wasn't a huge Seinfeld. Couldn't get into it. Person, yeah. you know. I think I, my parents I, living living in San Francisco when it was out, like in yeah. its popularity, like the contrast between San Francisco and New York. I think like they could kind of relate sometimes to stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, for that reason, I think Curb. I certainly like Curb better, but mm-hmm. I think it's just because of when I was introduced to it. Sure. Um, that being said, I, I still should go back. I mean, I, I, I enjoy Seinfeld whenever I like it, but or whenever I watch it, um, but uh, I just haven't watched. I don't know that I've seen. I think my brother has watched all of Seinfeld like three times. Yikes. Through. <laughs> there are certain episodes that I've seen that are, you know, classics, obviously. There are the classic um, episodes. You know, there. like the Soup Nazi and, Soup Nazi and all great. that. Uh, what, what was the, there's another one that I kind of remember where like Kramer was, was he, was he, <laughs> He had this like business idea where he was gonna gather up all the cans, like oh, use cans yeah, and dri- yeah. drive them across state lines yeah. and stuff. So I just remember him like driving with this truck full of cans yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I think where Seinfeld touches on very interesting like social commentary issues that like were much more pertinent than like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Uh or even like it was when was Seinfeld started? Seventy eight? That wasn't that early. No, no, no. no. It, it was certain, maybe the eighties, but nineties for sure. Yeah, nineties. Sure. It was probably um, the early nineties. But early um, uh, where Seinfeld like comments on those, Curb like will dig in and really like make a statement one way or another about those issues, and maybe not a palatable way all the time. Right, right. But I don't think that like I think it's important to have shows like that because I think you know comedy like kind of the thing is like shock comedy, right? But Comedy is always kind of the first thing to to poke fun at something that maybe you shouldn't poke fun of. I mean, even after uh, you you look at like the Daily Show with John Stewart and and you know their first episode after nine eleven, right? Yep. Like they talk about there's a really interesting interview with him where he talks about this and how it's so important. Like comedy is such an important part of our culture and society, and like you know maybe making fun of things 
is like what you shouldn't make fun of is 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 a way to cope. Right. And this I, is and, one one small step, you yeah. know, like in that that process. And I think what Curb does is it just like shows like th- these are things like everyone's always thought but they've never vocalized and like it it gives you the opportunity to kind of watch the theological conclusion what would happen if you vocalized it. Yeah. Like when you're at a, a dinner party or something and, and you know, you got a drink and then they have like a little plate for like appetizers. Oh, yeah. And now it's like, where do I set the plate or where do I set the drink? Like, how am I supposed to eat this? You know, both of yeah. my hands are occupied. The pickle jar. Oh, the pickle, the pickle <laughs> jar too. I was yeah. like, that one just came to me. Ever yeah, one this jar. lady's trying to open a pickle jar and then like ten men like rush her and they're like let, let us try to help you open the pickle <laughs> jar. It's, yeah, it, the thing is, it's like it's like a test of manhood. Like, oh, I got that. Let me get, let me get in there. Let yeah, me get in there. Let me get, uh, let me get that. Which no is problem. like a great com- yeah commentary on like masculinity <laughs> and stuff and culture. But yeah, uh, I, I think another thing is it couldn't exist without HBO. Right. Like H- no, of course HBO. Yeah, it's it's they cuss a lot. They like they say a lot of vulgar vulgar not safe for tv language and stuff so especially jeff's wife <laughs> definitely um and so hbo definitely gives it a platform to do you know i really hope i don't know if we're gonna get another season but i it would be nice to just do like a 10th season uh, like just f- nice f- 10, final. 10 season yeah just kind of make it wrap it up somehow i well yeah it's interesting because it has so many it has i think it had like five or six seasons without a break, and then it took a break, and then it yep. came back. And, it's, and it, this last season, it was on like a really long break. It was, a, yeah, it was. Like it was. four or five years, I think. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and I just restart. I just started rewatching uh, Arrested Development, and it's kind of the same thing. I'm mm. I'm very curious to see how season four and five are, as I haven't watched them yet. Yeah, but that's another show that's like, um, maybe a little culturally insensitive now that like looking back on it, but still. Really funny and definitely commenting on things. It was, yeah, definitely. and also a little bit more palatable. Mm-hmm. And there's like an overarching story, so it's a little different. Although Curb Your Enthusiasm has an overarching story, Defin- Un- unlike yeah. Seinfeld, which definitely. like literally you could watch any episode of Seinfeld in any order and it will well, not change. That that was the whole joke, right? Is the show about nothing? Yeah, right. And um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's just like minor minutia. Yeah, you know? well, I think. Like recently, I read something and it was like, well, I mean, yes, it was about nothing, but like really, it's about how a comedian gets his material. Because like he always at the end of the show he sure. always makes a like a he has a comedy stand up show. Yep. And so it's kind of commenting on like whatever he had to deal with whether it's daily stuff, grape like nuts, just, yeah. or <laughs> airplane food, or yeah, or George trying to uh, <laughs> going going to a job that he didn't get and just pretending like he got it. Well, and we should also say connecting the two also. So uh, George Steinbrenner was also played by Larry David. Like the Yankees owner in Seinfeld oh, yeah. was played. You never saw him, of yeah. course, but like George worked for him. And so yeah, I was like, right. you're going to get it, George. You're going to do it. You know, I'm, I'm Steinbrenner. So that was uh, Larry David's voice. One of George's many I think he did, Maybe he does other voices too. I'm not sure. but Yeah, um, he's had he, he's done a couple things outside of Curb. I, apparently he did like a movie with his daughter. I haven't seen it. I don't oh, know yeah. No, I did. I, we saw that actually. I watched that. Um, like a, I can't remember the name of it. Um, I can look it up really quick. Yeah, I think he's well. Certainly, he's done more stuff outside of these two things. Um, but um, yeah, I don't. I remember it being okay. I don't remember it being like a, like an amazing, amazing movie. But um, mm-hmm. certainly, like Curb and Seinfeld are the two. Whatever works. Whatever works. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up right before we end this is mm-hmm. a new Netflix show that I've been watching that I think. Where Curb in 2000 really pushed the boundaries of comedy and changing, I think this show is also now kind of... Bold statement. Challenging 
comedy tropes in an interesting way. Where I mean, we've talked about Nanette, which is I think a fantastic yep. stand-up, but this is not stand-up. She is challenging stand-up. This is challenging more like shows, like sketch, sketch and stuff. Okay. But um, uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. There, it's on Netflix. Mm. It's a Netflix or, or Netflix original show. Uh, and each episode's like 15 minutes, so they're pretty digestible. Oh, okay. But if they were any longer, you wouldn't be able to watch the show. Hmm. I don't know if you can watch two episodes in a row. It's like cringe humor to the nth degree. But like, for example, and they're just little sketches, but I think a perfect example was like, uh, uh, there's these three girls and they're all at brunch together and they take a picture. And the one's like, I'm going to post this picture. And she goes, I'm at brunch with these dum-dums, heart. <sighs> and the other one's like, these idiots and I get in brunch, love them. And then the other girl's like, these disgusting pigs, I hope they die. Ha ha ha. Like, we're all horrible. You're going to hell. Love you guys. <laughs> and then they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then like that escalates and gets like worse and worse to where she's just like, these mud, these like mud living people. <laughs> and, like, and there's another one where like he gives a guy a gift and then he's like, oh, you like the gift? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, then give me back the receipt that I gave you with the gift. <laughs> the, oh, so he can't return it, right? Can't, yeah, he's like, it. yeah, you don't need yeah. to return that gift. If, yeah. you, if you like it so much, give me the receipt back. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, okay, dude. And then he's like opening a different gift and the guy that was given the receipt back was like, you're cool if I eat it? And he's like, what? He's like, if I eat the receipt, so there's no way you could ever return my gift that I gave you. <laughs> that, that in some ways, that's a little curb. It, it is, yeah, it, right? It, like, it, it reaches like those, but like it just. Like, oh, really? Did you enjoy that thing that I gave you, right? It just, uh, what about those tickets? Did, were you there at the event? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it just, it escalates them to like a very absurd degree. Cause it like, then he mm. eats it and then he gets like sick and then like the whole party starts yelling at him and <laughs> it gets ridiculous. But definitely a show I think worth checking out. It's pushing some interesting boundaries. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this has been a fun discussion of, uh, you know, Curb and Seinfeld and some, some other, other comedy yeah. at the end. Yeah. Check it out. I like it. Um, so, you know, if you haven't checked out Curb, I would, I would suggest. Bum, ba, bum, ba, bum, ba, bum. The, the theme song to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wom, wom, wom. <laughs> this is whenever I hear that. So it, good. It's one of the best theme songs. It's also like become memefied. Oh, def- yes, d- like, when, definitely. Whenever yes. someone does anything stupid and then they like look at the camera, it yeah. just like zooms in on their face. That sounds kind of like old timey jazz, man. That was a pretty good, uh, pretty good acapella there. Oh, I try. All right. Well, anyways, if you uh, enjoyed the episode, if you want to support this podcast, you can support us on Patreon, get access to all sorts of bonus content. We actually had some really funny bonus content. <laughs> I would content. say we had a very we, Curb Your Enthusiasm-esque bonus yeah, content. I, I mean, not to, you know, of course we want you, obviously, to support the podcast, but a little enticement. I mean, the, the I would say that our bonus contents have been getting better. It's, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, anyways, really good bonus content there. So you can support the podcast on Patreon. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Instagram, Instagram Twitter, Face- Facebook. Don't follow our Twitter. You can follow our Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, we're going to put some uh, funny stuff up. We've also got uh, some nice Ben's, videos Ben's and stuff. Larry face. Oh, yeah. We gotta, we'll do that after this episode. Yes. Sounds good. Uh, the song, as always, is Finder by People With Bodies. Uh, this has been Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbein. I'm Joey Lovato. Get into it. Autumn is